Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Nothing to me says romance like looking for condoms in Hennessy. <laughs> She's the crazy one of the season. And the I drunk. Mean, he calls her naggy. His shirt's open like a Colombian drug lord. He does not like pizza. Can we talk about the big, wide, open fish mouth? He's like a walking success poster. Yeah. <laughs> This is the Bachelor Podcast. I'm back from vacation. Killed off half my brain cells. I'm Christine Lee. There's Katie Pilata. I'm back from vacation as well. I know. You're nuts. You drove like 20 hours one way just to get to a great place. Myrtle Beach. And Ryan Jones, who never left. I know. And we're here to kill the rest of your brain cells. So let's do it. Bachelor in Paradise, big two-part episode. And I guess I'm really raising some rotten kids because my 12-year-old walked in and... Christina was on the screen and he said, wow, she could be 18 or 30. I said, oh, oh, you need to leave or sit down and watch with me because this is great. But I, what I love about Bachelor in Paradise is it's all over the place. We only have a couple of couples who are really into each other, which is you dubbed them the John Krasinski lookalike Derek. <laughs> and now everybody's calling him that. And former villainess Taylor, mm-hmm. which they're such a cute couple. Yes. And um, those are the only two that are really, for a while we thought Matt and Jasmine, but it's kind of a friend zone thing. as we saw leading into this, Dean and Christina were sort of a thing. And But he... He warned her and said, I may not be all that into you. And she still chose him. So later in the follow-up, I I was like, well, why are you getting mad? He said straight up that he's he acts like a child and is a child. and isn't... He did warn her. He did. Sure, he... In his defense. I don't think he's doing any help to his, his bachelor candidacy with this whole few weeks. But he told her. He did. We need to take a step back. And I want to tell you before the rose ceremony. Now, right. if he would have said it after he got a rose... I'm with him. Like, that's a major D move. But, hey, listen, if you tell a girl, I want to take a step back and push pause, and she still, and she says, yep, I got you, yep. and then still gives you the rose? That's uh... on her. Yeah, he was just being honest about it, and I, she still felt that connection, so that's who she decided to give the rose to yeah. and is still pursuing him, and now we can see him trying to figure his own things out. So, like, Dean knows he's king, if you know what I'm talking about. He knows everyone's wanting to, even the guys want to hang out with him. Yes. And for a while there, Raven knew that she was the it girl until someone else showed up and kind of took away the spotlight, uh, Danielle. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like this bromance that the guys have had going on before the rose ceremony and even still after i haven't really seen this before outside of jojo's season where Mm -hmm. the guys were very into each other yes trying to team up and get rid of chad they like each other's biceps (laughs) there's definitely (laughs) yeah there's definitely more broing out and it's different with the bachelorette or the bachelor because you have to share a house with these people but at the end of the day there's only one winner or whatever you want to call yeah. it. In this, you're searching among multiple people to be the winner or at least each. You're at an outdoor nightclub, yeah. basically. Or, yeah, or at least <laughs> each each every other day or each week trying to get a rose. This idea that you'd rather hang out with the boys than talk with the women is a little bizarre. Yeah, I feel like this season has been very, like, boys versus girls like in their spare time like I feel like the past paradise seasons they've just all hung out together and they've been like mixed groups of boys and girls but every time they show them hanging out it's like guys and girls except for like Taylor and Derek boys and girls separate which is funny want to zone in on I felt really bad for Alex this time around I was rooting for Alex on um was he on Jojo's season yes Mm -hmm. I was rooting for him and I just feel like he was just so ostracized this time around and I thought Robbie should have gotten just based on his hair alone (laughs) and that stupid beard 
and his teeth and everything. Like I feel like <laughs> Alex Robbie... had a, yeah, Alex Alex had a tough run and he said last week when everything was unfolding that you sort of saw after the break to come back and then all of a sudden everybody was like, Yeah, no thanks and right. they made some insinuations about some things people were saying about him but never said what it was. He even said online while watching, he said this is this is really humbling because he didn't know he was acting super clingy and annoying or however you want to put it so to watch it back on tv not knowing that everyone thought "Ugh, here comes alex that's you know that's tough for anybody to hear whether you're on a reality show or not so he came back a little in these the little half an episode that he was here before the the rose ceremony but because at least he tried to hash it out one-on-one a little bit yeah but yeah it didn't he didn't have the best run he, there was way. no one that really he didn't have any sparks with anyone. Yeah, I I originally felt bad for him too because I uh. I could see that there was no one there really for him. Um, Even but Lacey. then yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole separate I know, issue. We have to talk but, about Lacey. <laughs> but then you know then Ryan mentioned you know getting clingy and trying to talk to anyone and trying to say all the right things to all the girls just to stick around and get a rose. That's when I my views kind of changed on him. But, I mean, you want to stay there as long as possible, obviously, so you're going to do what it takes. You mean, like, Iggy? When he, he yes, like Iggy. Your grandfather died. Oh, gee, I'm sorry. So, see, where am I going to get my rose? Yeah. And I know you talked about that already, but it just is so fresh in my mind, and I wasn't sad to see him be one of the four guys. Right, and I think you see when you don't have the connections and we really haven't seen a ton like you said then it is all just about okay how do i get myself to stay here for another couple days another week where then i'll have the power and then as opposed to well let me focus on this relationship it's all okay let me go one by one and see if i can snipe snipe someone off and get them on my side for lack of a better phrase is anyone else annoyed with Amanda. The perfection is really getting to me. Yeah, I never see her without I'm her I'm not lashes. annoyed yet. I never but see But I'm coming it. very close. Yeah, like it's and 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 I know there are there's grumblings on social media that I think her ex-husband or boyfriend started where he's like she's just a fame you know, yeah. seeker, and she's a mother of two small kids, and that's a lot to put on any mom. Like, of course, you're co-parenting, but to want to be now, you're on your third round of a reality show, and so she's been getting hit from that side. But what's annoying me is the like the total perfection. It's okay to be seen without your lashes. Like, yeah. it's really, it's okay. Like, Jasmine's perfect about it because some days she's all like lashes and this and that and her hair, and some days it's a little askew and the yeah. lashes are, no mean, makeup. It's and... okay. It's yeah, real. You can be I, I real. Get, I get what you're saying. I mean, I think she she's not alone in wanting to always be put together because you have cameras on you literally 24-7. But she's like ramrod straight. She, I feel like she just can't be herself. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. But And, and as for the, the stuff with her ex-husband or ex, I don't know if they were married, but her ex and father of her kids, that's a whole different ballgame because this is her job. And we can talk about it however we want, whether you agree that it should be her job or not, and he clearly thinks it shouldn't be, but it's her job. She is now a reality star. And she she's getting paid to be there. And from the exposure from that, she'll get paid to do, whether it's Instagram posts or club appearances or whatever, ambassadorships for products. This is her job. That's fair. If she was working on an oil rig and had to be gone for three months at a time, would he have the same problem? Right. And you know, exactly. so, right. Yeah. He and needs to get and do I it. get where he's coming from? Of like, course. hey, I want you to be around your our kids more? Absolutely. Right. But it is her job, and you might not like and that it's her job. It. And she's very good at it because yeah. that's why they keep she bringing her back. Right. She knows what to do. She knows how to play the game. She knows how to make good TV. So you can disagree with 
whether you think, and he does, whether it should be her job, but it is. And that, unfortunately, means you have to go away for a few weeks here and there. No, that's a good point, because I was actually more seeing it from his side, thinking that this is a game and fun. I don't look at it. I didn't look at it as a job, but that's a very good point of view like this is she her is job. making her living and this is how she's making her living yeah. and so yeah absolutely um adam and adam jr in tow again of course they were going to bring adam jr and like when he sat down to talk to raven because you know everyone's talking about raven it the dog like it, it, we both have big dogs we like he just that I felt like there he couldn't stop focusing on it. Well, Ben well, is the dog. Ben, man. Ben, yeah. Ben. I'm sorry, I'm getting that's Ben, ben. confused. A- so Adam has little Adam. Ben has Ben's, just his dog. Ben's do- so it's Ben's dog that was driving me. I we all have dogs or have had dogs and we love them, but the, I've never heard someone talk about their dogs dogs so much in my life. Well, and I think Matt said it last week how that. It was definitely Edited. all editing because oh, okay. he, he didn't talk that much. But, I mean, he loves the dog. Here's the deal. So Matt was very clear last week. He said, listen, yes, he talked about his dog, but he didn't talk about his dog that much. However, and we saw that with our buddy Jared about Rob Thomas. And they cut together all the times. He talked about <laughs> Rob Thomas, Rob Thomas, Rob Thomas. So, yes, <laughs> editing is a part of it. But we saw Ben with, uh, with D'Lo. When they first sat down, a clean shot of them sitting down, and the first thing he t- <laughs> mentions is his dog. So, do I think editing is involved here? Absolutely. And I'm, you know, I'm with Matt there. Clearly, they wanted to present it that way, but he also keeps saying it. Yes. A lot. Yeah. And the thing with D'Lo was hilarious because, well, tell me about yourself. Well, my dog is. How is that the first thing you mention? And I'm the biggest dog person you'll ever find. But that's the first thing you mention when you're sitting yeah. down with a girl for speed date, basically? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's – so he's really – or he was. He was really into Raven. And then he was like, you know, I, I'm, I'm really into her. What, what else could happen now? So obviously that's the cue that Adam walks in. And he, he was interested in Raven and Christina, like right off the bat – um, talked to Christina and Christina kind of, you know, said that she was with Dean. They were working out some things. They took a step back and like kind of like, thank you anyway. But he so he went to Raven and then that's when, you know, Benzie was upset and then started talking <laughs> about I'm away from my dog. Like I'm trying to be here. And and that's when, you know, he brought up the dog again. But. But he talked Raven about his, accepted the date for Adam. Yeah, and he talked about his dog like someone talks about their kid. Like, this dog at eight months old can do more than any other eight-month-old. And I thought, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. Is this an eight-month-old? And we love our dogs like our Absolutely. children, of course. But just he was speaking in terms like new parents speak. You won't believe Johnny was walking at nine months old. Nine months! And the thing is he may have had the dog at two months because, you know, you can't really get a dog when it's too young. Right. So at most... He's probably had the dog for six months. Right. And I'm not saying, listen, six months is a long time. <laughs> but do you talk with such reverence of a dog or person that you've only known for so six you're months? You're saying this guy has Clearly. attachment problems. <laughs> and it could be a like, deeper issue. If he's doing this with a dog. Well, and there's a good point because when everyone was trying to sell, I think it was D'Lo on Ben, saying, oh, Ben's the best, Ben's the best, Ben's the best. She had a great response. Said, "Well, why aren't you guys interested in him?" Oh, Sarah or Sarah. I'm sorry. So yes, yeah, but Everyone same was thing. Pushing him. So, so well, why oh, don't you ben, want him? Ben, Ben, Ben. <laughs> yeah, that's sort of. I think what we're seeing here is, yeah, everyone has great things to say about Ben, but, and I'm not saying it's because of the dog, because hey, I would rather a dog person than not. Right. But I think maybe whether it's attachment issues, otherwise, there's something else there. That he's sort of the one, you know, I don't remember that Seinfeld episode when Christine Taylor, like, no one understood. Like, why is he? And so Jerry took her out and said, oh, that's so nice of you to take her out. But she's this beautiful girl. I'm like, well, why, 
Why what's am I? Wrong with what's him? wrong with her? Right. Well, what's wrong with him? I don't. Maybe it's the attachment thing. Maybe that's telling us I because think, yeah. clearly, no one else wants him. Yeah, he's super. He gets super attached and very, very you know, like a mollusk. Mm-hmm. But we don't see much of Raven and um, I get Raven and Ben Z, but Raven and Adam's date. Obviously, it goes well enough, right? Yeah, and they did say that they met up while the the um, the show was on break. While yes. the production was shut down. Um, they met up and connected, and that's kind of why I think he was interested in Raven right off the bat when he got there. But we don't know how they connected. They didn't. What right. was what? They was, just said they had they had a connection when production was shut down. They met up. They had a connection. But wasn't connection. Sarah involved in this? Which we didn't know at first. At, we didn't know at that point. But the way they said it, when she comes into the picture, which she reminds me of, like a like she could be on the Real Housewives of New York City, like thirty yes. years from now. Mm-hmm. She has like that whole look. She will be. Like she has that <laughs> just that look with the lips and the everything. You mm-hmm. know. But anyway, yeah, that painted a whole different picture yes. because at first it was, oh, you know, we hung out and it was great. They all had... three slept together in the same well, room. Or well, what was that in story? the same house, she, she she worded it. They spent the night. Yes, she yes. could have she could have wor- worded Adams. it a bit better. It made it sound like they had a threesome. And then she said <laughs> that she woke up and went downstairs and they were cuddling, Sarah and and yes. Adam. So that might have been important information. The first time around when, oh, well, we, you know, we really had a time to catch up uh, in Dallas during the break. Maybe you want to mention that you saw him snuggling up with one of your buddies. Right. At first, yeah. I was like, that's cool. They had a connection. Maybe, like, something will happen here. They went on a date. It went well. They didn't show a lot of it. Like you said, it was pretty much yeah margaritas and dancing. Which is fine, too. <laughs> yeah. That's completely fine, Works. too. But... That that was kind of it, and then they came back, and it was almost time for the rose ceremony. But yeah, she definitely left the whole Sarah storyline out at this point. How convenient! Yes, um, I had I was really disappointed in Vinny because first of all, he appeared with um, uh, Canadian Derek, that Daniel Daniel. On that millionaire show with Patty, you know, yeah, and so I thought, oh, they're bringing on Venny on strong, and so he must, he probably is going to do really well in Paradise, and then he just fizzles out and is gone, and I, I was so upset. I, I, I wanted, I love Vinny. I, I do too. And I actually thought that he and Alexis that seemed like such a perfect fit could have been a really great couple, but he obviously. Didn't feel anything because he did not. I don't think pursue anyone, anything. I don't think Alexis is into anyone, but hanging out with Jasmine and I don't. Or um, I don't feel like she's really into it either. I don't yeah, know. I mean, I'm pretty sure that she's there for the party, but exactly. I mean, thank you. But I feel like he's he has that side to him too. So yeah. it could have been a fun couple, but and especially considering he sort of bought into the process last time. And I think maybe because of how he was burned, he decided to go the other way where, like, well, F it. I'm just here to have fun and try to stick around. Although he didn't really play the game that well if you're going to go that route. But he puts himself out there as a mama's boy and a homebody and he wants to find uh, true love and he's, like, more of a – just like a homebody. That's how Well, but clearly – But he's also a party DJ. And I think (laughs) – yeah, Vinny Vin saying exactly. Right. So he could have been really affected by that. Remember, he and he mentioned that when he first got there. He said, I went all in you know, right away. And th- this time I want to sort of see the field a little bit. Yeah. And he never really got past the broing out and having fun with Alexis There's part. There's like a happy medium that he wasn't able to muster. If Matt were here, we could ask him what this friendship response was that he gave to Jasmine. Because obviously he's, you know, he's... Wicked into her. She's into him. You know, I felt like he had this great opportunity to go in for the make out, like, you know, at least a small little make out. I don't know, something. But he kind of was leaned the body language. He was leaned back in the hot tub or the pool or whatever it was. And she was there in her little bikini. I thought, Matt, if he were here, I'd say, what were you doing, man? She's here. 
And you're like, yeah, I think I want to start out as friends. And I wanted to smack him. I think he's said this last week with you that he he just went in like being honest about everything. He didn't want to, you know, lead anyone one on. He didn't want to do anything but like you don't just tell for the rose. Girl, you want to be just friends? I I thought that was like. <sighs> well, listen. It's very. We talk a lot about whether it was Alex or whoever about playing the game and. There are times, and, and I sort of held his feet to the fire about this last week, that Matt didn't really play the game very well. But he came around this week because if you notice, initially last week when Jasmine was trying to say, oh, you know, I'm going to give you my rose. Whoa, let's maybe give me some suspense on that. That tune changed. I don't know if he started to feel like maybe she would give it to someone else, but he very clearly said, okay, you give me your rose. I'll give you mine. And so something changed, and maybe it is learning to play the game. Maybe it is other people just tuning him into the fact that, listen, it all takes is one person to come in here, and that rose is gone. Yeah, like to say I want to start out as friends, but I definitely am interested in being more than a friend. Even that is enough to make a girl feel like you're wanted like she's you know what i'm saying it's like you want to feel like you're wanted more than just in the friend zone kind of way and i think she probably knows that but you want to hear it right you definitely want to hear it how about iggy and his attempt at yiddish (laughs) with a jewish prayer (laughs) this last minute trying to hang at least he tried more Uh, than more than most i don't know i was a little pathetic but it worked not, not really. I mean, <laughs> seemed impressed. I kind of felt she was kind of, but I've, he ended up. All in all, overall, my overall feeling is I feel bad for Lacey. Just the way the second night wrapped up. Yeah, know. I I feel bad for her too because she she does not fit here. No, at all. And I feel bad because she wants to be there, but she knows she knows that she doesn't fit there either. It's not like she's trying to, you know, fake being friends and fake these relationships. Like, she she has even said she knows that she she's doesn't... She's awkward even in her walking up to grab a guy, like, okay, come on, yeah, like, and okay, it's fine. I mean, it, it felt like she just was very fish out of water. And yeah. she is honest about that she does want something romantic. Yeah, yeah. So... You know, whether you want to include it in our bingo game or whatever, like she's not playing the game because there are so many issues where she, she could have actually just, oh, well, I don't know what you, no, she, so is this going to be a thing or yeah. no? And said, you know, thankfully, most of the guys were up front and said, no, just, it was just be friends. Okay. No, this would just be as more of a friend thing. Okay. But so, yes, awkward, but at least she was there trying to get something that was. I don't know if real is the right term, but at least romantic. Yeah, Yeah. and I think, I mean, this is jumping ahead a little bit, but I think that's why she was getting so upset when it wasn't the right track with Diggy, too, because she was like, oh, here's someone who says he actually wants to go on this date with me. They go on the date, they seemingly have a good time, and then they get back, and it's changed, but that's moving ahead. But Did that date... With Jorge's Torque's. <laughs> Did that date not... I want to go there. You guys, <laughs> all I can think about... Have you seen the movie The Shallows with Blake Lively? How she no. gets in a car, she gets a ride from a guy, she has her, all she has is her surfboard, and he takes her off the beaten path down to this <laughs> amazingly deserted beach where no one is, and all I'm thinking is the second Jorge leaves, the two of them are going to be devoured by a shark or something like that. For a while, it looked like he wasn't going to leave at all. I, that was yeah. so weird. Pours the champagne, just sort of staring at them. Hey, what's up? And Diggy says, yeah. uh, I love the, I have a the editing. Alone? The of awkward course. silence editing made that whole. And date. then they, when they finally get around to making out, he jumps back in the, 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 
the scene and give the thumbs up. This is where he was conceived, no less. So yeah. we don't want to forget about how nothing stokes it is. romance like your tour guide telling somebody that they were conceived there. Speaking mm. of Jorge's Torres, how good of a bartender is Wells? I think he's a great fit. I love him. I love him so much, and I. It it must be such a, it's like having a Playboy playmate if it were all guys. Like the girls who are there, he's supposed to be hands off, and you stick him in there, and obviously there's some attraction. Um, but he is still hands off. I mean, well, he ended up of. at the end getting some hands on, but they made it very clear he cannot accept or give any roses. He is so if you do get hung up on Wells, you're gonna go home, and while that isn't exactly how it happened. You know, that's what we saw happen to to the other Danielle. It's kind of like temptation, like deliberate temptation in paradise. And I wonder if that sort of held back Danielle a little bit because now why she was saying, oh, it's clear my person isn't here. Was she maybe not open or as open to it as she could have been? If Wells wasn't behind the bar? I mean, she was at the bar every night just staring dreamily into his eyes. You know, obviously she only had eyes for him and just probably couldn't get past that. And then an opportunity came up, which is perfect for, you know, her background and her career as a nurse to go to Africa to, you know, make a huge difference. And it was just like, she can't pass up the opportunity. Mm -hmm. I'm not getting anywhere here. So and I follow her on on Instagram and she seems like it, it a was, sweetheart. It was crazy how watching her stories from when she made that trip because obviously you had to get a, a billion different uh, shots beforehand and then once you get over there it's just obviously a different world and she just it was like a glove you know she just that's what she does she helps people and. It seemed like such a good fit even when she was talking about it on the show like it's like that's. Perfect for you. Yeah. And so I wonder, especially considering watching now, her and Wells still hang out a lot. Now, they did say they've been friends for years. But maybe, especially after that, maybe they're a thing. The DJ and the do-gooder? <laughs> Listen. You, why not? Why not? <laughs> I mean, I think if you were to pair two people from recent Bachelor history together... I think that's that's a pair that most people would say is a good fit. They're like an Evan and Carly quirky kind of, you know. Yeah, I didn't really see her with anyone no. else there. Like, I thought in the beginning maybe Ben, <laughs> but... None of the guys I... do anything for me at all. Not even John Krasinski, Derek... <laughs> Not Dean because he's somebody called him a middle schooler, which is so. That true. was awesome. That was Jack Stone. Jack Stone. He he's said great he's if you're Stone. a middle schooler, but not if you're an actual adult. Yeah, Good yeah. For you, Jack Stone. I just no. There's no guys. Like I'm just looking at this, thinking, no wonder they've split into guys versus girls because <laughs> no one's. This is not a great batch. This is not a great batch. It yeah. really isn't. I mean, and then one of the better guys went home, Vinny, I think. Iggy went home. Alex went home. And St. Nick went home because I guess he was just too intoxicated. Always every- I was okay with yeah. him going home. Yeah, me too. And that's why when Christina, was it Christina, I think, getting upset that about giving the rose or was it Lacey? One of them saying, like, oh, maybe I should have given the rose to, to Nick. No, you shouldn't yeah. have. No. And obviously it didn't, might not have worked out with the way you went, but... And Nick was great for the little bit we saw of him before Paradise. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like every time he was talking to someone, he sounded drunk. Drunk. Yeah. The only one that I was upset about was Vinny. Yeah, yeah going me too. home. Me too. Um, other than that, the row ceremony wasn't too shocking no. in any way. It was kind Alexis of... and Jack was a little surprising, but. Yeah, that's true. People I really like Jack Stone. Yeah, I don't who, really who get there. that. And well, and even in the show, I don't open, know him. It's like Jack Stone, like he's like yeah. James Bond. You know? Yeah, and it's to a person. Everybody has nice things to say about Jack Stone, and Jack you have Stone. to say Jack Stone, Jack not Stone. just Jack. Uh, listen, I don't get it, but even Matt last week was very clear. Oh, he's the best. Even though I did the Jack Stone, yeah. <laughs> right? You're just always smiling. Yeah, so they're saying I had this terrible experience. When someone in my family was in a car accident, and he's just smiling the whole time. Yeah. He's never not smiling, which isn't usually a bad thing, but it's 
it comes across a little creepy because generally if you have to tell people while smiling that you're not a predator, yeah. you you're probably, a predator. You probably shouldn't have to tell people that. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Raven got a little snarky too when because for a while she was the it girl and then when we get into part two of the episode or maybe it was part one, but I think she was talking about Lacey, like nobody's interested in Lacey. That's she oh, okay. d- she definitely has that side to her, and it's yes. coming out more and more. And every episode, Sarah, and when other girls are coming in, and like, yeah, no, we saw that. Nobody's interested in. We saw that a little before the break too, when Demario came because she was, and she did mention it on their whatever version of After the Rose they did this week about. Well, listen, he did my girl wrong in in uh, Rachel, and so I didn't really like him. And she did say. I was happy to speak up and say he didn't do anything wrong because right is right. But you saw a little bit of that right in the first episode where he's like, we don't like a-holes and douchebags. And okay. Mm. Personally, this is, well, this is going to sound very Ravenish of me to say, but I don't get the whole, all the guys were clamoring for Raven. Oh, I do. I know you do, and I thought of yeah, you because 1, I know you've always. I do. Ever since she, her debut in Ben's episode, Ben season, um, no, she was Nick. She was Nick. Nick, right, right. Nick season. Ryan came in the next day, like he was on cloud nine, and I'm just like, <laughs> okay, to each their own. She's a pretty girl, but I don't totally get it. I don't get yeah. all the rage. Um, you know, I've there's. I mean, I'm more into like Jasmine and even and Christina and you know a couple other girls. Sarah. Like, I think she has kind of like a little bit of an immature side to her and maybe the bad girl side with the jet black hair that's i don't i just i'm having a hard time figuring out why all the guys were saying she's the one i had a really hard time figuring that out usually i can get why they're focusing on Mm -hmm. one person or another when danielle came in i got it yeah, oh, yeah. I got that too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but Raven, I had a hard time wrapping. Well, my Raven for me, I mean, other than what I see as the obvious, um, was last week when she didn't like the fact that Robbie had all the abs. I got so excited because I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> there's a chance, there's a chance, <laughs> Raven. I don't got any of that, and so maybe that's part of it too. She's seemingly looking for a quote. Every man, you know, normal, normal dude, not yeah. the Ken doll. And since I'm Ooh. the opposite of a Ken doll, like, okay, you're not let's, the opposite let's, of a Ken doll. Will you stop. All right, I'm start I got charging you every time you put yourself. I got down. my lottery Have a jar. I got yeah, my right? my Raven lottery ticket ready for it to, to pay off. But she's fun. I, you know, I don't think. Obviously, the two of us. Other, I won't put myself she's down, but fun. I'm, she's fun. She's fun. Yeah. I just, you know, I don't, I don't hunt. I don't ATV. Like, I, she seems more outdoorsy. Like she's, we've already seen her get herself dirty, like legit dirty, not yeah. you know dirty. <laughs> and that's not me. So there would be many things that didn't work, but oh no, I I get right. Okay. Well, I mean, Taylor's it's more. A guy thing. I guess so, because Taylor's more like you know how to build a fire. If you know how to build a fire, that's <laughs> it. Talking about being outdoorsy. But, um, yeah, so Sarah shows up in this episode, and we also find out more. We cut to DeMario, and he has his moment to talk about things from his point of view. Obviously, the lawyers were involved. This was all contrived and set up. Yeah, it was very weird. You know, and he held him, you know, he took care of his part really well. I thought he handled himself well, but this idea that. And part of it, I'm sure, has to do with missing two weeks of filming and needing to fill these hours. But to have a full hour just out of the blue, yeah, uh, it's it, not as if it, it was were like just... in the middle. Yeah, like, it's it not no like it sense. were people that just got kicked off. This is something that should have been at the end of the season. But they're just like, eh. Or, he, well, or in episode one, like, Danielle just got done making uh, When We Turn 45 packed with Wells. And then we go to DeMario and... and I, 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 yeah, I. it should have been at the end of the episode, the second episode last week. Yeah, I When agree. they returned and he, Chris Harrison Explain. had that talk yes. with the cast and then they like returned to Paradise. It should have been 
don't want to say lumped with that, but... You almost feel like it should have been one complete episode back-to-back of Corinne and and DeMario in the same episode with Chris Harrison explaining up front and then presenting each side and then wrapping it, it up. It was just totally not having, out of place. Yeah, the show shouldn't have been wrapped around, like, the paradise part yeah. shouldn't have been wrapped around the seriousness. I don't know. It, and especially next week... Corinne. Like, we're revisiting it again. Yeah. With Corinne, like at least put the Demario and Corinne like together. edit it together to make one. It was obviously not the same night, but yeah, like you could edit it in such a way so that Chris Harrison explains to the cast, and then you go to the Demario Corinne footage of them giving their sides, and then he gives whatever websites he wants to give about. about you know, getting help if you need help with whatever you need. It was all over the place. Yeah, it was really just, I felt like I needed to take a Xanax. It was very strange. You know, we've seen after Paradise before. And so if they were going to do that sort of setup, okay. But they didn't do it last week. And then for all of a sudden to, and it's not after Paradise because it was clearly built to be able to, A, add an hour each week where they could actually cover it because they lost two weeks of filming but right why not just i'm with you just put them together it has to be a legal thing like legally their their respective lawyers had to have made requests that include the fair time type deal yeah i like, guess that's all i could think is i just that wish they would have a... done it either like you said right away or wait until after everything and the final wrap-up yeah it's just so yeah. weird. So that's why it just tells me it has to be a corporate, you know, legal suits issue. Because what if it doesn't make sense creatively at all? Yeah, it was it was a little bit out of place. Obviously, like it it's still relevant to the season and to the show, but where it was placed wasn't wasn't the best fit. I did think that Demario made a. I don't want to say good case for himself, but I'll say, I guess I have to, I'll say it that way. Like he came across sincere and I felt that what he had to say was on, felt, felt honest to him. So, you know, I, I kind of had certain impression beforehand. And so I was glad I got to see his side of things. Because everything he said was true. And I, trust me, I have my issues with Demario, especially how he handled Stuff with Rachel, Rachel, and then even when he showed up to Paradise and still wouldn't own up to the fact that right. he had a girlfriend, I have issues with all of that. But here it was clear that he did nothing wrong. And what unfortunately often happens in this case is exactly what we saw. And everyone that said it is right, that he's going to be connected to this for the rest of his life. And nothing happened. I mean, something happened, but nothing Improper happened. Nothing illegal. Because, yeah, either yeah. or even improper. Right. Which there is even a difference there. And both of them were talking the, that night, that next day. Everything was fine. Right. And I still think the producer did the right thing to make sure that, hey, listen, I'm not sure if this was, this might have been wrong. Get to the bottom of it. But everything you dealt with, I mean, I can't even fathom. It's one of those things where he already has a kind of a reputation yep. of 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 being someone who it rubs you the wrong way, and then he did, when he doesn't take ownership, like you said, and I don't know if it was Raven or whomever had just said, "Look, if you would just say that you did it, we'd all be fine." Yeah. Like if you meaning if you said you had a girlfriend before, right. we'd all be fine. Yeah. I had with a girlfriend. It. I handled it wrong. Yeah. The end. But like, no one respects someone who can't admit to it. You teach that to your kids from when they're little. So when this whole thing with Corinne happened, he already had this mark on him. That he was already painted, but then mm-hmm. again, so did she as yeah, a reckless were... drunk who would cause problems wherever she went. So they both kind of had. And I'm sure we'll hear that next week because, yeah. on the flip side, the stuff that was hurled at her, yeah, was also just beyond the pale. So I don't doubt that everything she says next week will be the same sort of stuff that we say. Yep, that's terrible. Shouldn't have happened. And hopefully this maybe helps move on and I and very clear if you've been listening no fan of Corinne but that doesn't mean oh wow she should have to go I mean this is terrible but let the lesson be to not go to a nightclub drink too much pick up somebody and leave with them after 10 minutes like you know 
maybe slow down, get to know somebody. Like it just everything happened so crazy quick. But back to uh, Diggy and Lacey, you know, their nice beach beach uh, date. And then we flash to the next person to Well, because, arrive. of course, what does she say? Nothing could go wrong. Nothing. This is perfect. Right. Well, so we get and then Dominique. the most beautiful woman on earth, which none of us recognized her because, like you said, her first headshot was like her hair was totally blown out, mm-hmm. like, like this long, wavy. And then when she walked into paradise, holy smokes, her hair is all braided. Mm-hmm. And it's just a completely different, gorgeous look. And everyone's jaws dropped to the floor when she walked in. Yeah, and she, with the foreshadowing, went into, <laughs> went to Diggy. Of course. And um, she's best friends with Taylor. And Taylor kind of encouraged it and then tried to play matchmaker and upset Lacey. And I did feel bad because no one, no one did ask Lacey, like, or checked on her after it happened, or what, you know, because they just came back, like, that day. Right. And they said that the date went well, they had a lot of fun. Yeah. And then she walked in, and they, like, went off together, and then Lacey was just left. <laughs> it's not often <laughs> so that a non-bachelor or bachelorette gets to go on two dates in one day. Right. Right. And for, there are a couple things here. Dominique did ask, hey, who's vibing who, as they all do the State of the Union. <laughs> right. And to be fair, Lacey didn't say a word. That's not, true. Not that that would stop Dominique, because she even mentioned, well, you know, I'm sort of interested in Diggy. And so, fine. But if someone doesn't say to her, and, and this also could be the responsibility of one of the other girls, say, hey, well, you know, they are... You know, they had a good date, and they just got back, and they're sort of feeling each other. She still went and and picked Diggy, but then you have the side of Taylor, which everything that Lacey was saying was happening right across the beach. Where, oh, she doesn't like me, and she's going to tell her to go for Diggy. She clearly doesn't like her and was telling her to go for Diggy. What happened and to her emotional intelligence? <laughs> it, it was not. And Diggy also wasted no time oh. and started oh, right. with the strawberries and the whipped cream. Well. And, and when he said, oh, yeah, we had fun, but there's no connection. You're just making out with her in the beach? With champagne. Yeah. yeah. You didn't tell her that on the beach. You <laughs> went right in for the kiss the second the champagne glasses were filled and Jorge's Torres were gone. So. so there's no connection now because Dominique's there? I mean, that's not a great look for you no, either. No, not a great look. Absolutely not. Um, um, another another sad, uncomfortable moment is the whole D'Lo and Dean Christina oh. triangle. That's triangle. when my son walked in and said she looks like 18 or 30 was when the poor Christina was so sad and distraught over D'Lo coming in and that cut down to there and up to their blue dress. Um yeah. Not a great crier. And <laughs> Ooh, Christina. Christina. No, and, no. But like Lacey, had an opportunity to say, no, I don't I don't want you to go on this date. Like, now I can't tell you not to, but, and, she, oh, you yeah, know, you should go. Like, if that's what you think. Now, it's the whole, if you think. That's fine. true, but last week she said, you know, if someone would ask you, like, I would hope you wouldn't take it, but. It's fair. And now she and now she was like, "Well, just do." And then he was like, "Well, I can't wait to come back and hang out with you." And then so that just makes it worse. And then <laughs> I don't know. It was not a great Dean showing for sure. It, yeah, no. he didn't handle this situation well. Well, and he made it worse. All. He better deal. He her. made it so worse, and I almost couldn't watch because I know the exact moment that you're talking about. So you about. go on the date and that's bad enough, but whatever. It happens. It's, it's paradise, bitch, as people were happy to say. This yeah. is what happens. But everybody's sort of over it. And then... Well, you had a good talk with Christina had when Had a good came talk back. with her. You were good. It's even said, even though he embellished a little, said, well, there was a little peck, even though it was a little more than a little peck. But at least, at least session. you're admitting yeah. that you had a kiss. Yeah, yeah. Fine. Full disclosure, all that. Then they're all just hanging out, and out of nowhere, he brings out a half-birthday cake, <laughs> which isn't even a thing, by the way. It's not. 
no, no, because it's like, did you eat half of it or like? Well, but just celebrating, <laughs> celebrating your half birthday is not a real thing. And if it is a real thing, it's not when you have two women that are vying for your affection. You don't pick one of them. He's in middle school. He can't help it. It was maybe like top five awkward moments we've ever seen because top five. You could just see everyone other than him go, oh, crap. Yeah, no one wanted to participate in the whole It was just event. a universal, what are you doing, dude? But he dude? shows his immaturity even from when he's lying on that big bed, couch, whatever that yeah. thing is. He's laying there in the sun, and then he rolls off of it to go <laughs> eat or take a yeah. shot. I don't know what that was, but he's got... Zero maturity, which, how could he be the next Bachelor? Yeah, Dean Babies. Just attention, attention. He cannot be the next Bachelor. No. He just can't. He can't. He's, he's, he, doesn't, he doesn't have the mental... Which probably means he will be. Uh, oh, no. God. <laughs> he's not ready for it. No, no, no. 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 And he, it's typical. All the girls, when they arrive, they see him physically, and they they just nearly, oh, look at him. His, his sun-kissed face, his blue eyes. Ugh. And then he acts like a child. Well, he acts like he's 24. And um, younger than that, not, even. Not to mention that we said this back when D'Lo was on The Bachelor, that she laughed at everything. Well, he laughed at everything. All so the time. both of them together, when they were talking, it was just, or not when they were talking, when they were on the ATVs, they were just giggling the whole time. And it that annoyed me so much. But maybe they're perfect for each other. Until someone better comes know. along in her mind and she dumps his ass, which could very well happen. And then well she, he tries to go back to Christina. Oh, and then he goes tries to running back to Christina. Many many tears will be shed. Many tears will be shed, and who knows what will happen. All we know is that Corinne will be on the next episode, which, why are we still talking about this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it could have ended well with Dean and Christina working it out after the date and talking and working things out and then he just ruined it with that whole half birthday thing. Well, all the dates have been pretty lame. lame. Anyway, I haven't seen a really good he date went, yet. He went down a lot of points, points. in my book. Yeah. I the, there I can't tell you one guy who I would be I there's not one guy really who I'm rooting for, I guess other than Derek maybe. Yeah, I, I, mean, I there's not one guy. Taylor did not do herself any favors this week, but I'm going to push that aside as normal. Because they're kind of cute together. Yeah, yeah, I think they seem legit. So yeah. I'm going to pull for them. I know they're, they've they been teasing some, you know, they're going to have their first fight, whatever. I'm I'm holding out hope. I'm thinking. He that, can't start a fire. He says he can, but maybe he can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did show us he, he can did. drop. Well, yeah, he, he, he put a log on him. Like, yep, there you go. There you fire. go. So yeah. I'm, I'm hoping they can. Pull it together because, and obviously we'll see new people come into the fold. But I don't, you know, obviously we've heard some rumors about some people that stay together. But I'm hoping ultimately it's just them because none of these other people. Who's who's left to arrive? Do you guys think any? Have you heard any gossip about who might still be showing up? From I mean, nothing. I I don't think so. I haven't. I mean, there's got to be more arrivals. I don't remember clearly. from when it was. Yeah, like, first. you would think they're going to surprise us with someone. Someone has to. I mean, it's going to be t- tough to top D'Lo at this point because with that she interest. just came in and well, not even just the dress. She just dropped a whole bomb though because know. you know you had one of the two couples ish, and that went to hell right away. But it also made me laugh because Raven kind of got hers because she's been so all about I'm the it girl, and I was like. Mm. Okay. Yeah, well between okay. between that and then Sarah coming in. <laughs> yeah. I feel like those two girls you wouldn't think would have any impact because they weren't like really catty right. girls and didn't have right. a lot of FaceTime um on The Bachelor, but they just stirred everything up and you wouldn't it's expect like Sarah stuff. like you wouldn't expect Sarah to come in and she like she didn't mess everything up, but without her knowing that she did, she did. Oh, she's auditioning for Real Housewives of New York. Yeah. I promise you, honey, really seriously. But when she came in, that's when Raven said that 
they all hung out when production was shut down and spent the night at Adam's. She came down and found Sarah and Adam cuddling, and then there was a hole. Yeah, thing. but then she did the and whole, chose Adam for the and date. she did the same thing about how oh well it's it's fine. No, go ahead if that's who you want to take out, and then if he comes back and he's into her. Well, what the hell? You can't, you can't <laughs> have it both mad. ways. Right. I mean, unless you want it, then, you know. Or how she puts it, a real-life Nicholas Sparks oh. Right. Novel. That was that was really... I mean, having not read one, I've seen some of the movies. You uh, haven't read The Notebook? What's I haven't read, wrong with I haven't read you? any of them. I've seen most of the movies, but... Have you seen The Notebook? I've not seen The Notebook. You should, should read I? The Notebook. It's I should actually, read it. Yeah, it's oh, really good. i learn how to read that. And then go see the movie. But... I don't know that I would compare any of what's happening in Paradise to a novel, a novel, a well-written novel. Maybe, yeah, Even a this poorly is, written this is novel. the last season that should ever be written as a novel. Like the worst novel ever. All right. Well, okay, guys. I guess we have forward uh, what we have to look forward to now are a little trouble in Paradise with the. Uh, Taylor and Derek, and we're sticking with the two days again. It's funny. <sighs> Matt, who's on the show, when so he was much. here last week, he's like, oh, yeah, no, it's only this is the only time. It's two nights. It's and killing me. I didn't even think to check because I wasn't on the show. And then all of a sudden I'm watching this week. <laughs> you weren't? And they, they say, tomorrow night it continues. So it's, and I looked forward this time. Did it, some, did I did some too. research, as the kids say. And it's two nights again it's next week. It's because they're behind schedule? It's got to be. You would think, but it's, what that also does, though, is four hours in one week. I like this show a lot, but four hours. I mean, Bachelor in Paradise is my favorite of all of them, but it is it packs so much in, and you forget all the snarky yeah. comments, and you're like, oh, I wanted to talk about that. Yeah. Or, Was know. it not last Paradise season? Because they had the whole Sean Lowe After show. show. Oh, you know what? I think they did three hours a week, now that you're saying that. Is it possible they would have done two and then one and one? Is last, that possible? last time it was, I think last summer Grace, it was Grant and Lace. Or did they do was three in one day? I think it, it was seems like a lifetime three ago. to four hours last summer too. Yeah, because I remember they definitely had the awkward after show, the live after show. Yeah, it was terrible show. because that's when they decided not to have Chris Harrison. Yeah, you can't do an after show without Chris Harrison. That, it just why goes you guys off have good memories? Well, not well enough. I can't remember when they were, but yeah, they definitely <laughs> or had just a, memories. Yeah, they definitely had a live after show. But I can tell you, it's two days again next week. All right, we definitely have all our ducks in a row. All right, so we'll pick up where we left off next week after the big two night episode. Dun dun dun. Yeah, I'm Christine Lee. Katie Pilata, thank you. Thank you, Ryan Jones. Saving up all my emotional intelligence. <laughs> Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.